That is all happening. It's an action-packed podcast. Nick, are you ready for the action? Yes. Are you ready for the podcast? Yes. Are you ready for the pack? Yes. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris with special guest host. Nick. <laughs> Nick. Uh, all the uh, charm and joie de vivre of a robot. It's like watching Love on the Spectrum. I'm an A-plus partner. <laughs> Nick, back once again uh, as a fill-in host. This time we really can't blame Matt. Matt and I spent about 70 minutes recording something this week, and then it turned out I had not plugged the microphones in. The audio, uh, Nick, needless to say, not high quality, even for the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. <laughs> they say one of the trickiest parts uh, about doing a, a podcast is plugging in the microphone. As many times as we uh, shit on Bill for not understanding how microphones work. <laughs> Score one for the rigor team. Nick, we're going to try to get through four podcasts this episode. The first podcast, July 16th, artfully named Annis Cantor and Johnny Bananas, 159.40. The second, Andy Sandberg and Jim Miller, July 21st. 152.31. Then last week, though technically at this point now, two weeks ago, Joe House and Cousin Sal, a brisk 137.25. That was on July 23rd of 2020. And finally, CC Sabathia, Ryan Ruoco, and then Jason Gay from July 28th of 2020, 150.17. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Hi folks, it's time for another episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast Podcast. This is Chris and Matt. Here we go. Nick on the Ennis Cantor and Johnny Bananas podcast, zero seconds in, bad branding. Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast. As Massive Capital on Twitter called to my attention, this is the last of the Bill Simmons podcasts where he says the BS Podcast. And we, of course, here at the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast, who always point out his bad branding, would like to say, you're welcome. At 142, this is not how you deep dive, or at least not how you talk about it. They go deep dive on all kinds of fantasy stuff. You can deep dive. You can go on a deep dive, but you don't go deep dive. Every podcast now seems to think, oh, we got to have a segment where we do a deep dive. Every single podcast goes, all right, just deep dive on uh, Hulk Hogan. I went to Wikipedia. Here's what I learned. And then it stops there. And we've reached a point where a deep dive is about a foot in which is, I guess, because we're like culturally uh, quadriplegic. At least Google Hulk Hogan. Find out about that cartoon he made. At 2.53 Pearl Jam. At 4.21, laziness. This is a thing that happened? Eight minutes into the first podcast, he means achieved. That's achieved with a D. The team had overachieved for a few years there with Stevens. I don't think it had overachieve. Look in the tonk. <laughs> At 10.24, this Joe Bluth nominee... And laughter. Well, they, I, I will say the refs, the refs were, uh, were wearing the Laker jerseys. <laughs> that was subtitled, Bill looks at note card for ref jokes. <laughs> 2001, the swallow. We did a rewatchables on game six for the. At 2013, extra C's. Clay has to be that unbelievable and that great. It's almost like his throat is doing a burnout on the letter C, or I guess in, in Clay Thompson's case, a letter K. He was trying to uh, pronounce it. With like that old English style sound. You got to hack up every couple of hard consonants. Let's hear an example. Clay. (laughs) Very very topical. At 2022, Nick, this is something that always bothers me. If you say actually, it makes it sound like you're surprised. Listen to this from Bill. You actually played well in that game. When Bill says to his guest, you actually played pretty well. It suggests that Bill is surprised 
that Ennis Cantor, a professional basketball player, did a good job at his job. We'll come yeah. back to that. At 26-19, Yurt. Right. Yeah. At 34-38, this swallow. And then yeah, job, yeah. it was basically you and Zach Collins. At 36-59, listen to this bizarre set of adjectives. There's this weird, fun-loving, competitive group. Bill there is talking about a weird, fun-loving, competitive group of NBA players who are not on the same team. Bill's mind just reset to about 1993 for a second, and he was like, fun-loving criminals were a band, and then he just started <laughs> saying fun-loving, and he was like, all right, well, I might as well just finish whatever word soup was coming out of the old mouth today. At 41:31, New York City, the greatest regardless. New York, which is the greatest basketball yeah. city for everything. The greatest basketball city for everything. Either everything that can have a basketball experience finds New York to be the greatest. Dogs, robots, aliens, humans, seahorses, they consider New York to be the greatest. Or everything basketball is the best possible version of itself in New York. Basketball hairdos, sideburns, beards, shoes, socks, uniforms, jump shots, three-pointers, layups, dunks, rebounds, passes, dribbles, courts, nets, rims, backboards, Madison Square Garden, coaches, clipboards, sweatbands, water bottles, Gatorade, benches, etc. New York just does it better. I mean, there's a reason that they call themselves the home to both the Knicks and the Nets. I mean, <laughs> it's just better there, right? At 41.59, this is the number of days in a typical year. Mm-hmm. Which are all... We only have one professional team. Yeah, one major sport. And it's like, and they're all like crazy about the team because there's no other team. It's like 365 days. He's on his way to writing a Michelle Branch song with that one. How do you think the rest of it goes? It is like 365 days, a year without you. Then maybe something about ice cream. Remember uh, something about the past, also the fall. And then like a real fast piano thing, and you're like, but now I'm doing okay. And that's when I turn it off. Yeah, get out of here, Michelle. At 49.05, Bill cannot say his employee's name and then snorts. It's Craig Horlbeck. Craig Horlbeck. Horlbeck. (laughs) Craig Horlbeck. Good management. He's basically the Montgomery Burns of podcasts. He is Michael Scott when Michael Scott and Todd Packer went out with twins, and then Todd Packer did them both. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) 5011, subject verb disagreement. What is your experiences with this stuff? Should be what have your experiences. That's the problem with trying to read a text while also interview someone professionally. (laughs) At 103.14, I think he means with them. And you have no way to communicate them at all? The only way this works is if what Bill is trying to say is Ennis Cantor is trying to communicate the topic of his family. He is trying to communicate them to another person. It's Bill trying to understand the geopolitics of Ennis Cantor trying to communicate (laughs) with friends and family in Turkey, which I'm sure Bill fully understands the ramifications of everything going on with that. He was a political science major, Nick. I think he's trying to do that thing like Kevin from The Office, where he realizes he's using unnecessary articles. Why family (laughs) not answer? Turkey? Politics? Nick, I can tell uh, you as a big fan of the Bill Simmons podcast, podcast are calling back to similar jokes Matt has made. There's one thing I love, it's podcasts. And if there's two things I love, it's callbacks. At 107.39, the swallow in an ad. Those lines and crowds at the post office. Personally print. At 107.53, this botch. There's no human contact required. At 108.17, this botch. You won't even have to pay UPS residential surcharges. At 112.47, 
Buffalo Bill nominee. Sucked me. That's what sucked me into it. Nick, do you, do you do a Buffalo Bill impersonation? No, I like to hang out in the basement, but that's as close as I come. The cricket basement? I don't have access to that one anymore, unfortunately. Didn't that place give you like diphtheria or something? I got dysentery, but that was from the previous basement. <laughs> so you you decided to roll the dice on a, on a second bout of uh, basement uh, living with the assumption that, well, it can't get worse than dysentery? Well, I knew two things. Don't drink the basement water. Find a hose or something. And two, $70 a semester is an awesome deal for rent. Which was the $70 one, the dysentery one or the post-dysentery one? The post-dysentery one, but it had a uh, mold that I had to agree to remedy before I could live in it. But then I lived in it while I remedied it, because where else was I going to live? How did you remedy it? Like bleach in a spray bottle? Pretty much. Did you actually remedy the mold, Nick? In the sleeping area, I did. I had a lot of colds and like fevers and stuff while I lived there. <laughs> I felt like we just jumped up a level from cold. Okay, understandable. Fever. Hang on a second. Sounds worrisome. <laughs> but you survived, it, it appears. That place was right next to a Fazoli's, so there was no way I was coming out of that completely healthy. At one twelve fifty two, this Joe Bluth nominee. I'm done with that. I, I, how, how do I not get commercials? At one fourteen eighteen, this Buffalo Bill nominee. Yeah, 2013, I mean, 14, that's when people were like, Was that big fat girl like 1314? That that's a pretty better? good one. Yeah, yeah thanks. At one eighteen fifty one, Nick, there are two ways to say hurdle. The wrong way. And the right way, Bill does both. Hurdle him. And he hurdles him like uh, Edwin Moses. He did get it right 50% of the time. At 118.54, hurdlesism. I can't believe we have this many hurdle-related segments on the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. Nick, it's a new record. Hurdlesism. Bill's new Edwin Moses-related philosophy. Hurdlesism over. Hits the bell. But hurdlesism is not over, Nick. Hurdlesism is just starting. At 123.25, if you have many second segments, I guess you can have this. First second segment would have been. But I don't remember when PTI had more than one second segment. Therefore, I don't know how it could have had a first second segment. At 127.22, this laughter. You know what? That's another one. (laughs) Johnny Bananas somehow, this guy whose sole existence is I make money off of reality shows, is so much more professional in this situation than the person who has made Hundreds of millions of dollars doing it? Yeah, sadly, hundreds of millions. At 140.24. Do you not be mean in for anything with Leroy? Yeah. Leroy's the best. I can't help but be reminded of what you just said, which is that Bill is bad at his job. This is Johnny Bananas, uh, and I'm a big fan of the challenge and have watched all 32 of them. This guy has taken more head injuries than I think anybody outside of CT, yet he's still not saying hurdlesism or you got your, your, your Leroy? Do not be mean in for anything with Leroy. Yeah. At 142.36, a swallow and then more attempted English by a professional. I did not think they were the best team that year, but it no. goes back to with the challenge. At 159.07, lazy. That happened. We'll be back after this. Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. 
Fizzoli's is like if Olive Garden went fast food. They just melt a bunch of cheese into a bowl and add your favorite grease, essentially, and then you get free breadsticks the entire time. It sounds a little bit like if the KFC Wonder Bowls or whatever those are called went Italian. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Uh, and if you ever eat it directly before you perform in front of an audience, uh-huh. it's one of the top 10 worst experiences you've ever had. Nick, on the uh, second podcast of what is now at least two weeks ago, zero seconds in, good branding. Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast. We did it, Nick. Also, Matt, we really did it. I think he pre-recorded that, and they took about 20 takes to get it right, and they were like, slap that on at the start of everyone, and then we don't have to worry about him screwing it up. This is how you know they didn't do it that way, Nick. Nine seconds later, this botch. They needed to hire a reporter. Keep in mind, Nick, he can re-record these as many times as he wants. But he is satisfied with that error in his intro. It's weird to me, too, because I hang out with a lot of alcoholics by trade. And (laughs) even they can sometimes have enough erudition to get sentences out. You ever have that malort? It's not that bad. What does it taste like? Anything? Really strong black licorice that's been sitting in a cabinet for a while. So like Dusty Jaeger, which sounds like a great name for a NASCAR driver, by the way. Or somebody who appears in Iron Eagle. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Pearl Jam at 244. At 3.35, this laughter. (laughs) At 3.48, Bill picks up late on the fact that this was a joke. What made you do it Avatar? At 4.07, this laughter. (laughs) With a snort. Bill Simmons fancies himself a very funny guy, and now he's faced with someone who is professionally and paid to be a very funny guy. So Bill's going to try to jump up over that top level and be like, check it out, I can hang with Andy Samberg. And the rest of us are going to go, you can't hang with Andy Samberg, man. <laughs> yeah. At 419, this is not how you shoot the shit. So you went to Sundance and you shot the shit out of it. Initially, I thought what Bill meant was you had a script for a movie and then you shot the shit out of it, meaning, you know, to shoot a movie. But then it makes it sound like he went to Sundance and shot the shit out of it, meaning he shot the shit with people very effectively. Does not make sense. The only thing I can picture when you say it in the past tense is some guy in Missouri with a potato gun who's like, I'm going to freeze a turd and shoot it out of the potato gun. Then <laughs> they're like, the next day they're, you know, hanging out at an old country buffet and they're like, we shot the shit yesterday. And everybody knows they're not talking about selling a movie at Sundance. Uh, They're talking about literally flinging feces 200 yards at 80 miles an hour, which would make more sense than what Bill just said. Also, that sounds like the best solution to a bizarre Ozarkian uh, murder mystery where they find the person dead and a broken window. And it appears the person who died has crapped his pants, but they can't figure out how he died. And then it turns out, oh, frozen turd and potato gun. The worst possible thing is you're standing up there waiting to get in into heaven. Uh, and they're like, all right, now it looks like you died suddenly. You're like, yeah, I don't know what happened. They're like, so the best that we can tell is uh, some guy in the Ozarks froze his poop uh, and put it in a potato gun and shot it through the window, whereupon it stabbed you so hard in the asshole, you died instantaneously. Uh, and then that guy goes, wow, that would make a really good murder mystery. Though they say that a fecal transplant could cure a lot of stomach problems. So maybe if he'd lived, it would have been worthwhile. Why do you think he had stomach problems? Well, he died, right? Surely. Yeah, but I thought that was from him. the impact. Uh, you know, the impact certainly didn't help him, but we're going to put natural causes down. Nick, do you remember in the uh, Ennis Cantor, Johnny Bananas podcast when Bill said Ennis Cantor was actually playing well? You actually played well at that game. And we thought that was insulting. 
Mm-hmm. Here is Bill at 551. Yeah, and the backhanded compliment scale, that was actually good. It's like weirdly insulting and people are surprised. One podcast after using the weirdly insulting compliment points out it was weirdly insulting. Bill looks down at notes from previous episode from producer saying actually is very condescending. He's like, yep, I would never do that. Like, but it's in your notes for the last <laughs> one, dude. Here's a nomination for what will be on the notes from this episode under the title Segways. <laughs> <laughs> Virgin experience. It was great. Uh, yeah. Um, what made you want to do this movie? He was like, I got to get into what made you want to do this movie. How about right now? I just like that. If not for the Bill Simmons podcast, Virgin experience would be the name of Bill Simmons podcast. <laughs> yes. In fact, I think that was also a magazine you found out in that grocery bag. <laughs> that grocery bag had everything, man. It opened up your eyes to the whole of the world. That That's grocery whole bag. H-O-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> that grocery bag was essentially the internet before the internet. A 1044, this bail. This one, I'm like, oh, no, they didn't do the Groundhog. But then when you watch it, it... He means the Groundhog Day, just didn't bother finishing it. He's cool. He doesn't have to reference it by full name. At 1653, this movie is a movie from the 80s I would watch. The whole details? The whole details. Wouldn't you watch that? Only if Bill himself wrote it. At 1748, this laughter. <laughs> At 2725, this swallow. This... Where? At 3149, Nick, Andy Samberg is talking to Bill about how Andy Samberg doesn't want to watch that one Jordan Peele movie that was pretty scary. Get Out? Get Out was the first one, yeah. This is what Bill thinks Andy may not have liked. <laughs> it has a couple scare away. Yeah, it is true. Yeah. It has a couple scare away? Scare away. Scare away camp is where I used to go as a young ghoul. <laughs> you started out as a ghoul, but you became a woman. At 3412, this laughter. Oh, no. <laughs> Nick, at 3721, listen to Bill's response when Andy Sandberg brings up famous Lonely Island song featuring Michael Bolton, uh, Jack Sparrow. That, that and Jack Sparrow also went off. With oh, Bolton. interesting. <laughs> what are the chances you think he knew anything about the Jack Sparrow song? He doesn't have a clue. Also, I think Jack Sparrow's maybe the best Lonely Island song. I have to agree. I think it's fucking awesome. Michael Bolton really goes for those notes. If if he held back at all or winked that he knew it was, you know, stupid, it wouldn't have worked. But Bolton just absolutely goes for it. At 38-24, Joe Bluth nominee. Like, because I never have any... At 39-41, I think he got hung up on the fact that geography was involved. Like, location-based good songs. Yes. It seems like there's a whole real estate for that. A whole real estate for location-based songs. At 4352, this Buffalo Bill Swallow. They're probably going to have a top three draft pick. Nick, I don't know if you remember uh, the podcast during which Joe House and Bill Simmons discussed their Holy Cross Sunday night porns, where even though Bill was loath to admit it, uh, he finally did agree that he, Joe House, and possibly many other men would get together on Sunday nights in Holy Cross and watch pornography together, just as a group of friends. We had Sunday night porn. You remember this? I have to wonder if this weird male genital fixation contributed to this at 4642. He kind of flicked him like you he went would like do to that. somebody in college. Yeah, like. Nick, I went to college. You went to college. I don't have a lot of memories of other people, male, female, or otherwise, flicking me in the nuts. Do you? No. And I would definitely remember if I had a woman who was willing to flick me in the nuts. <laughs> was willing to. You. Yeah. 
Dominic at Fazoli's eating a warm bowl of cheese. Me, mustache covered in cheese grease, just waiting for a good nut flicking. At 49.39, this snort, followed by a sweet plowed. That's hilarious. Uh, it just plowed through. At 50.35, it turns out there is a reason, which we'll explore in a minute, why it seems like children are essentially little human beings. <laughs> They're like this little human being. Plus, the girls are much smarter than the boys. The reason it seems like kids are simply little human beings is that kids are the small version of people. At 52.32, this laughter. <laughs> Buying into the gimmick. Now, Nick, the first time I heard this, a specific bear dog did not come to mind. But in light of a conversation you and I and Andy had earlier this week, all I could think of was this type of dog. Listen to what Bill says first at 55.04. It would just do the run backwards thing and then run forward. <laughs> yes. All kinds of ways. What Bill is talking about is the legendary performance of video game Bo Jackson. What I am referencing is the legendary performance of the Shiba Inu. The Shiba Inu, they say, is the Bo Jackson of the dog world. Now, you and I now know after having a Zoom happy hour with our third brother, that the Shiba Inu is reputed to be the only dog that can run backward as fast as it runs forward. Which is there is, neat- however, no factual confirmation for what our brother Andy believes to be true. Sometimes the Shiba Inu needed to run directly at something with full speed showing its butthole. <laughs> this is a thing that has evolved over time. It, that's the natural selection at work. At 58.36, listen to what Michael Jordan had that was nice. Michael B. Jordan was really good, too. Yeah, I can see that. He had a nice one. He should do a sports movie at some point. A nice one what? Also, Michael B. Jordan's been in a sports TV show. At 59.37, this swallowed chop. There's a lot of, like, just close-ups. I want somebody... Now, Nick, listen to this comparison between Saturday Night Live and the NBA at 105.35. If you're comparing SNL to the NBA over the years, sometimes you just have loaded generations, you know? The full comparison is... You sometimes have loaded generations. Doesn't really seem like a comparison to me. It just seems like a statement about two things. It's like saying, you know, one thing that's the same between the NBA and performers on Saturday Night Live, the consumption of oxygen. <laughs> yeah. At 11940, out of all the single one, this one was a good one of it. Celebrity interactions can go either way. And that was one of the good ones. He-, he means that was one of the good ones. <laughs> if it was one of the good one, that means it was the only one. So you could just say it was a good one at one thirty two twenty eight. I don't think it's as obvious as Bill thinks it is. I haven't done a lot of documentaries, obviously. He has never directed or written, as far as I can tell, any documentaries. So the documentaries he has obviously done are documentaries he has produced. There is a world of difference between being the person who makes, that is to say, shoots, directs, edits, engineers, does the sound for a documentary and the person who produces it. Am I misunderstanding the role of producer Bill Simmons in documentaries? It's even possible that the person came to Bill and was like, I have this idea for a documentary. I just need money. And then he didn't even have any input on it. And probably not only did he not have input, he didn't have money. He just got it done with ESPN or HBO's money. Yeah, yeah. Basically, somebody said to him, hey, you seem like somebody who could get this thing that I've been working on for years of my life to a completed stage by contacting someone. Would you do that? And then Bill said, I created that. (laughs) At 132.41, the swallow. Times the director won't want to cut it. At 142.49, the best thing in the world about Spotify. And then my favorite recent Bill Simmons verb. Can listen to him at 1.2 speed on Spotify. Just plow through him. 
At 146.49, Nick, it is true, the novel coronavirus continues to have a dramatic impact across society, including sports. But it makes me wonder if Bill knows how sports really works at 146.49. I don't know if they have a football playoff game this year. I don't know if he means, I don't know if there will be the playoffs this year, or if he means, I don't know if the NFL will have playoff games, but I don't know if they have a playoff football game. Makes no sense because regardless of the league, there is always more than one playoff game. At 150.01, Jim Miller, out of context, quote of the week. That's a pretty, that's that's a big, big package. It's, it's arguably one of the best packages there is. We'll be back after this. Voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. If he had said the shack of the challenge, I'd be like, yeah, all right. But no, just the shack. I assume he means CK, uh, rather than Q. And he's like, no, CT is just this uh, beaten down old place in the swamp <laughs> where I go to play poker. Sometimes you can find old pornos there. Yeah. They got a great old issue of, uh, shoot, I can't remember the Beaver Iron Hunt. Eagle. Was that the name of the weird old porno? Iron Eagle? There was, uh, back in the woods behind our house, we found a big, uh, like a grocery bag filled with pornos. And there was one that was like something Eagle. And I remember at the time I was like, is this like Nazi stuff? What is this? Next time we went out in the woods, the bag was gone. You didn't save the bag? I got a germ thing, and the last thing I want to do is just haul somebody's old pornos home. And where am I gonna where am I gonna put them? Mom's like, hey, I saw you coming out of the, the woods over there with a big bag. <laughs> what was in it? Oh, oh just, just groceries. <laughs> you know, eggs, milk, flour. <laughs> Nick, that is where you and I differ, because I would definitely have taken some person's old pornos out of the woods. Nick, we're now halfway through. Welcome to the podcasts that Bill recorded and released last week. Wait, two weeks ago, actually. First was the Joe House and uh, Sal one, zero seconds in. Good branding by Bill. Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast. He did it again. At 139, Bill lets his Italian side out. And this is something that had uh, had been agreed to. Had been agreed to. Bill has much different ideas on what you want to listen to, like this at 433. I would much rather just hear the squeaking sneakers and the grunts and the guys talking to each other. And I wouldn't mind hearing the guys talk to each other. And I don't know if I really care one way or the other about the speakers. It certainly makes it sound authentic. I never really felt like I was wanting to hear more grunting. That's my favorite part of watching women's tennis. So I'm glad <laughs> that we're finally getting it in other sports. At 828, I think he means worse. And I think he says worst. The worst run you are. Unless you are the worst, you can't be the worst run you are, Right. Worst run. Except for the Milwaukee Bucks, which are worst <laughs> W-U-R-S-T run. At 8.35, not sure this is how warts work. The more the warts are going to pop up. His point is when you are the worst run, warts pop up more frequently. Uh, one time I got a wart in my finger in grade school and uh, the doctor was like, how's the household being run? Worst? Uh, and then we immediately switched that around. Wart was gone. At 8.50, Pearl Jam, which is too fucking late. At 9.37, this snort. Uh, That's my name. At 10.02. They 
I was just, they were really worried about. What was he just? They? They. I was just. I was just. They. They were. At 12.53, this swallow. The booing, the reactions to things. At 13.46, this is Bill's impersonation of announcers trying to fill time. So that they're, here's my. At 22.15, Bill had the gall to give house trouble for house's word choice and or pronunciation. Drugged them all the way up. Dragged them all the way up to the number one. (laughs) What is this house? That's part of your argument? He's drugging the If they were drugged. He's going to roofie the Lakers? Bill is terrible at talking. At 23.38, my notes say his thing. When he activates the media machine, whether he does this or his people do it or whether it's his thing, but like. Hard to say who activates the media machine. Maybe it's LeBron. Maybe it's LeBron's people. Maybe it's just his thing. Well, there's yeah. his thing. At twenty four thirty four. So it's basically the equivalent of House doing that for me. Like he tries to say basically the equivalent, but leaves out several syllables. <laughs> twenty eight thirty. I don't think he understands social distancing either. And I was like six feet away from him. Of course, he's talking about a homeless man who coughs in his direction, Nick. And as you would expect, he has a very reasoned, thoughtful, human approach. Listen to what he says he did at 2841. I, I don't think I've ever moved faster to the side in one direction. He has in the past moved faster to the front or to the back. And it's possible he has moved faster to the side in more than one direction. But on this occasion, when he's trying to avoid a poor, that was the fastest he ever moved to the side in a single direction. He was wishing he was a Shibu Inu, you know, at that moment. So he <laughs> yes. take off. Somebody should let him know that just like kids are kind of like people, it turns out homeless people are also kind of like humans. Are you saying, Nick, that homeless people don't deserve to be upon and disrespected? It's almost as if uh, multimillionaires walking around uh, just for the fun of it should not treat homeless people as if they are subhuman plague bringers. They're human, I think. At 3116, Bill does not know what genre means. Podcasts combining sports and sports gambling and comedy. You guys wouldn't be interested in any of that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know any. I don't know about any of those genres. Bill bragging about knowing the genres of podcasting to include to include sports, sports gambling, and comedy. Thirty one forty. This is Joe Bluth nominee. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I just always worry about you. At thirty two forty, remember all the praise we were giving Bill and of course ourselves for his good branding. He fails. So you're not going to be on the BS pod on Sunday nights anymore. It's hard to remember. Uh, what, like 11 words? This is the Bill Simmons podcast on the Ringer Network on Spotify? It's especially hard when it is your absolute moneymaker. At 3407, uh, Dave Damashek, who is not present, gets some criticism for this. It's like, <laughs> I mean, he has some of the worst fruit takes anyone's ever had in the history of fruit. I'm trying to think what the worst possible fruit takes are, Nick. The one I came up with initially was pineapple, best of all fruit lovers. I think the worst fruit take I ever heard uh, was uh, my buddy Andy uh, on Quiz Bowl, who told me that the Cavendish banana was the greatest of all bananas. <laughs> At thirty-eight, thirty-nine, I can understand how one or the other, but I don't know how it could be both or neither. And then maybe you go Houston or Philly. You could go both. You could go neither. I don't know. But then when you get to like... Bill is talking about the expected seeding in the NBA playoffs, and he's thinking it could go Houston and then Philly, or it could go Philly and then Houston. Or it somehow could go Houston and Philly the same, or possibly neither Houston nor Philly. Don't know how either one of those latter two concepts works. He'd be a good doctor. You got cancer. It's either benign or malignant. Or, you know, you don't have cancer. This is either a cold or dysentery. 
or both or neither at 4642 this bail okay and they were still great without him and it didn't yeah. matter so house we have a few with like you know with at 4924 he pronounces the name correctly leans into a time travel idea and then pronounces the same name wrong mike conley would have to go back in the time machine and go back to 2017 mike conley at 5302 I'd like to know what these things were. When all their guys were healthy, certain good things were happening, things like that. When all their guys were healthy, certain good things were happening. It sounds almost like a mobster giving you some sort of positive threat. (laughs) You know, like study all your English and guess what? Good things are going to happen on your English test. You're like, okay. Certain things will be known about Bleak House by the end of your study session. (laughs) At 5406, there's definitely a word missing here. One could say I'm certain of it. The answer would probably be the Mavs. I think the word is B would probably be the Mavs. At 5537, this swallow. And there, there's a lot of rumors about, does he just have arthritis? At 5555, this swallow. You would have thought coming out of a pandemic. At 5932, a Joe Bluth nominee and then something related to Houston and Denver. There's a pot, you know, we could get a Houston-Denver. I think he means a Houston-Denver matchup or playoff series. But all he says is a Houston-Denver. So what Matt and I concluded earlier was that he means a Houston-flavored Denver omelet. So it has salsa on it? I don't know. It's up to you. A Houston-Denver was one of the things I found in that porno bag out in the book. (laughs) At 109.09, Bill pretends he knew, but he was wrong. Why are you doing this out of order? The PGA (laughs) Championship is in three weeks. I know. I was was getting to it. I was saying the USO, we have the Masters. Yeah. But before then... Yeah, definitely not. I shit my own pants, guys. Come on. This is his explanation here at 109.33. This is the PGA Championship. Is the pizza you get at 5 p.m. before the 7.30 dinner. He is going out of order because somehow he wants to have a whole meal before another meal. This is only child syndrome at its finest. Yeah, It's okay to just go, I was wrong. At 111.54, what did he inject? Nathan yeah. Hubbard just coming in like uh, like Brian Williams on the 97 Bulls. Really injected. <laughs> Sal, you're not allowed to hire either of them. Maybe we can use the Brian Williams comparison to Nathan Hubbard to understand what he injected. It's very odd that we use Brian Williams' name rather than Bison Dele, which was the name he was using at that time. Oh, he dead named him. Not very cool. Also, what did Bison Dele inject? I mean, energy? At 117.35, I wonder what other kinds of intel there is. Like the more... Kind of self-intel you have on different people. and the Self-intel as opposed to other person intel? Self-intel is when you're taking an essay question test and you don't know the answer and you go, I can just ask myself what the uh, hero <laughs> Yes. <laughs> at one twenty thirty, this Joe Bluth nominee. I, it, <laughs> it's like, wow, his at-bats are really, he is really something. I'm like. At one twenty one oh six, this laughter. That's still to this day. <laughs> At 122.48, I wonder if this is eugenics. Like, it really, little kids are amazing. It's crazy we can't just take their blood and hemoglobin and just solve all issues that we have yeah. in life with just, like, the three-year-old blood cells. Only medical issues could be solved with three-year-old blood cells. For instance, you couldn't solve the stock market or war or poverty. But even if you were to limit this exclusively to medical issues, taking blood from three-year-olds to solve it doesn't seem like the kindest approach. At 123.04, bad subject verb agreement. Was there tears from your wife? Should be were. 124.47, I don't think he's talking about the color of shoes. 
And it's his fault because he wasn't wearing the white shoes. He means right shoes, not white shoes. At 129.57, it sounds like I believe him, but then I stop believing him. You extend your circle and you kind of trust that Mm -hmm. they're not hanging out with whoever. What he wants to say is you extend your circle and trust that the people in your circle are not hanging out with filthy hobos. If they are out power walking and they don't cross to the other side of the street when they see someone who makes less than 30 grand a year, they are coronavirus carriers. At 132.46, I don't think we know. Because you told everybody to go live their lives again before, yeah. you know, and, and, and it was a mistake. Live your lives again before you know, and it was a mistake. I can't wait to see the documentary that uh, Bill decides to direct about this. <laughs> yeah. At 134.44, this laughter. Uh, with or without sports. <laughs> At 135.39, this laughter. <laughs> we'll be back after this. So that, here's my, Matt, as always, we want to thank the people that support us monetarily, not the people that support us emotionally, uh, because honestly, emotional support doesn't pay the bills the way Josh N., Jeff G., Scott B., Sean, and our friends at College Football Brothers Podcast support us with money. They do it through Patreon, patreon.com slash bspodpod. You can also support us as David P. and Scott B. do through Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash bspodpod. David, as we always say, you're giving us too much money. Also, I think Scott B. is possibly giving us money through Anchor and Patreon. Scott, it's not worth it. Thank you very much to our producers. Uh, Is there a chance that the Eagle... Uh, named porno uh, magazine also included the word spread it's very possible i could just be uh combining what somebody said was happening in the magazine with what i thought the name of it was i like how you're you're saying to your uh to the audience oh someone else was telling me what was in the porno mags there were Uh, three of us one of them was my brother who was not here brother andy yeah he had a good look at the porno uh, mags i'm sure I was going to say, he probably probably filled out the crossword mom was like i saw your brother come out of the woods earlier with a bunch of groceries too he probably still has them. Also, do you think uh, that maybe that has something to do with the movie Iron Eagle starring Louis Gossett Jr. as Chappie? Iron Eagle was like the kids uh, that are in some kind of military academy and then they have to save the day in the Middle East flying jets and then uh, Chappie helps them. Iron Eagle is about jets. Ian Eagle is about American sports announcing. He possibly pronounces it Iron Eagle to sound even more Iron Eagley, which would be great because maybe the name of the porno was Ian Eagle, and he was like, I'm going to have to change my pronunciation. He got his start in in porno broadcasting. (laughs) Play by play. Oh, boy. Looks like he's moving on to the next stage. The judges are not going to like her dirty feet. We're going to take a moment and look at that duvet cover while they relax. Nick, the second of two podcasts from about two weeks ago starts out with good branding. Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast. We did it again. 44 seconds in, this is what they do. We continue to uh, to announce stuff. Pearl Jam at 151. At 216, I like the old first podcast better. They just recorded their new, their new first podcast. 
almost certainly he means their first new podcast or their first podcast with The Ringer. But instead he says their new first podcast and then gives us what I love the most, a time zone update. Pacific time. Bill with more bad announcer impersonations at 737. Talking. It's like, and he's had all this time and that's the best he can do. Nick, just listen at 951 to this instrument discussion. They're just playing the fucking organ. And that's it. And we could hear every, we were sitting close. We could hear everything on the court. And I kind of want that to come back. I, part of me is thinking like, bring back the organ. We don't need any of the musical cues. Just have like an organist in there. Just crank it away. This has been Organ Talk with Bill. He just really wants to hear Baby Elephant Walk. <laughs> At fifteen seventeen, this laughter. <laughs> in some ways. At 1643, this bail. Oh. You know, it is. I think what he says is, all the money thing? All the money oh. thing. You know. At 2654, this swallow. Stamps.com can handle all. With ease. At 3209, this Joe Bluth nominee. <laughs> you know, he, and by... At 3219, Bill, cultural man. I know that's what the culture that was in there, and that's what they need to change. I know that's what the culture that was in there. That one's even tough to guess at. At 4012, this Joe Bluth nominee. It's like, it's, and he, it doesn't sound like. Uh, at 4038, this Joe Bluth nominee. It, it, I'm, I definitely think it's. At 4317, I think he means from. On the guard standpoint. I think it's from the guard standpoint, if it's from any sort of guard standpoint at all. It's rare that something is on a standpoint. It would be uncomfortable. At 5030, all praise the boss. And you're, you're the podcast goat, so this is a this is a huge step for us, and we're pumped about it, man. You are the goat of the podcast, so uh, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't deny it. He's just like, oh, that's cool. If anybody's going to be the podcast goat, I, wouldn't it be uh, WTF with Mark Maron? Like, it would have to be, or maybe back in the day, Ricky Gervais at one hundred one fifty three. This Joe Bluth nominee, you know, like it's just not going to work. At one hundred eight forty four, sources matter depending on what source you're getting from and what the agenda is when they wrote the piece or rod. I think what he means is what source you're getting it or you're getting your news or your information from. Why won't people just tell him what to think? He shouldn't <laughs> have to determine if it was correct. At 10909, this might answer your question, Nick. The down the road journalism has been more and more interesting than people who are still trying to do that. He's interested in down the road journalism. At 12228, I think we might know why Bill's concept of Los Angeles is so insular. I just ended up like in this deep part of Beverly Hills and I realized I was too far away from where I live. And I was like, how am I getting back home? And I had to walk to my mom's house and get a, get a ride back. Is there anything about that knowing what you know about Bill Simmons that surprises you? It's like that movie open water, but instead of being lost in the 3000 square miles of the Pacific ocean, mm-hmm. Bill is three blocks from home with a GPS enabled <laughs> phone and Uber that he can click, but chooses to use neither of them. Also, he lives in walking distance from his mom's house. Can you imagine being, I don't know how old she is. We'll say she's 70 years old and it's three in the afternoon and she gets a knock on the door and it's her adult son who has a media empire. And he goes, Mom, I'm lost and I don't know how to get to my home. Well, maybe he just said, Mom, I accidentally walked to your house and it's too far for me to walk home. And then she's like, okay. At 139.33, is guest Jason Gay talking with his mouth full? And by the way, this was continuing years later when I worked with him. You know, he'd be doing this sports show for Fox. He'd be doing it four or five days a week. And then you'd say, well, how was your weekend? He's like, well. 
I really feel like at that point you just say, hey, Jason, we'll come back in a second. We could both use a break. Why don't you finish your fucking snack? <laughs> I think Jason said to himself, I got a personal challenge for today's podcast. I'm going to try to eat a sandwich, but still <laughs> make more sense and be more intelligible than Bill. At 147.23, there's one thing I know about shots of hosts. Or one camera shots of the host. You know how uh, how you know how of a host show it is. How of a host show it is, not how much of a host show, but how of a host show it is. Nick, thank you once again for being an emergency fill-in guest host on the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Thanks to me being stupid. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for having me here. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm Nick. Uh-